I think you will find that uh, things have changed a great deal since your time. I doubt that. We're not flying blind here, you know. It's the United Systems military, not some greedy corporation. Oh. Well, it won't make any difference. You're still gonna die. was using it and there was a horrible smell and he couldn't figure out why. Yes. Oh. Yes, it was a dead rat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not keeping track of Emil Hirsch's rats. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't know if I made that clear enough in the previous several episodes where we talked about him, including but not limited to freaks and uh, Autopsy Jane Doe. That's Very true. recent. Very recent. And then we also watched The Girl Next Door recently, which... Mm-hmm. Is not horror, but uh, that's a good time. But incredible. But that's fun. Yeah. I've watched that movie so much. Yeah, it's a good one. Are we going? Yeah. Oh, sweet. How's it going, guys? Hello. It's, I feel like it's been a minute. Uh-huh. But time is... What is time? Time. It's all so silly these days. That's true. I can't I- even... It's kind of crazy to me that, like... It's been, like, five or six weeks of... Self-isolation. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels like simultaneously like it's only been like a week or two, but also like it's been like six months. Same. Um, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. Can you turn me down a little bit too? Like my ears. Turn my ears <laughs> turn down. Turn my ears down if you could, please. <laughs> Thank you. Uh how you guys doing? I doing okay. Yeah, I feel I agree with like this whole it feels like uh like summer vacation before I got a car, kinda. Yeah. Because, like, I wasn't going out a lot because, like, my friends didn't have cars and they all lived on, like, very, like, other faraway parts of town. So I wasn't yeah. able to, like, hang out with them. Sure. So I was just spending a lot of time indoors. 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 Thank you, SpongeBob. Indoors. <laughs> Take it away, Penny. Classic. Classic, Classic SpongeBob. That's true. What are we here to talk about today? Ooh, there's a, there's a, there's a goopy monster. Another alien. God, he's so. I mean, it's like the same alien, but another alien. They're yeah. all just kind of reforming. Yeah, he, they're. I feel like I, I don't remember them being as wet in the in they previous movies. Incredibly wet in this movie. That's yeah, true. Like, like, yeah. absolutely dripping constantly. Constantly. Just like dr- a like a drenched. boxer. Like, <laughs> like the dog? The dog. Okay, because my first thought was like a fighter, no, like a boxer. Well, no, like a dog. I'm like, yeah, I guess they get sweaty, no, but. the dogs. I feel like every time I've been around one of those dogs, it's just like they can't, they just can't control their salivation. I know, I feel like that's one of those like purebred certain dogs. Like we, like we as humans have bred them to become abominations. <laughs> and like, so they can't control themselves anymore. Like how pugs can't breathe. Yeah. 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 That's that's our fault. That's that, no, that's that, on humans. That is on humans. That's true. Um, what what is this movie though? Tell us about it. Oh god, what happened? Even? So wait, so this is Alien Resurrection. Resurrection, the fourth one. Yes, fourth installment came out in nineteen mm-hmm. Damn, two years before the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Pretty crazy. Kind of like it was. It was doing some things though that, in its own right, it kind of it it honestly re- was rewrote cinema. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. 
Tell us about it. Oh, God. I feel like this is so long. That's fine. But part of it... I mean, a lot happened. I have, like, a summary kind of, like, that gets, like, the gist of it. And then I have, like... I wrote down some key moments after that in case we want to, like, break off into, like, little scenes or whatever. Cool. Oh, by the way... We're gonna spoil this movie. We're gonna talk about the whole thing. So if you haven't seen it, honestly, I would recommend this one. Even if you have not seen the first three, I, I feel like you don't really. I feel need like it. they give you enough backstory. Here's the backstory: uh, nobody ever listens to Ripley, mm-hmm. but she, but she's always right, and she's already died. Um, but they just like keep bringing her back around. Yeah, and it's fucking rude. Just let a woman die in peace. Yeah, I she's like been the, through enough. I like the way they did it in this one. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, it was it was really interesting way to like this continue movie. this character's kind of story. Well, it still felt like a very different character. So she gets to like have some change, some range with it because yeah. she has been playing the same character now at this point in the franchise for like almost two decades. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and also just Sigourney Weaver just brings it, man. I know. <laughs> She's such a bad bitch. Oh, man. Sigourney Weaver and Winona Ryder. And Winona Ryder. In this one. Ah! Just what a... What a an iconic duo. Yeah. Name a more iconic duo. No, I don't think I don't think there ever will be. This is the only duo I ever want ever yeah. in anything again. Kinda. Yeah, they're great. Kinda. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> what happened in it though? So we're on this ship, the USM Ariga. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did anyone remember that? I that's now that you're saying it, it is ringing bells. Yeah, because I remember it sounding like a weird pronunciation of Erica. Mm. Yeah. 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 So it's this army medical lab that is operating outside of regulated space. Mm -hmm. And essentially we have like this team of scientists and they've taken blood samples of kind of Ripley and the xenomorph Mm -hmm. like that they could find. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're going to clone them basically in an attempt to like recreate this alien and then like learn from the alien. The whole kind of the shtick. It's the same shit. It's a whole bunch of bullshit. Same shit, different day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they've had yeah. like seven failed attempts so far in trying to recreate them. Woof. Um, and that results in like monstrous like hybrids where it's like not quite human, not quite whatever. The movie starts though on the eighth attempt where they actually like get it right where they mm-hmm. are able to more or less clone a very humanoid uh, Ripley. Yeah. Um, and they have the parasite growing inside of her which they like immediately take out mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Contain that on its own. Contain. Um, yeah, contain. Uh, good job, guys. Uh, and like, okay. And then they try to like rehabilitate her kind of, mm-hmm. or like they're teaching her and stuff. But there's kind of two uh, factions growing between like the scientists and the military. Because like it's right. General Perez and he thinks that it doesn't make any sense to keep her, that they should just essentially kill her, mm-hmm. and that... Which, like, she she's already died once. She's ready to go. Y- yeah, you could have just, <laughs> let, just her, let, let her, her die. stay dead. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. It's, yeah, it's really God, disrespectful that they keep rude. doing this shit. Yeah. But then uh, the scientist, Brad Dorf, Dorf, mm-hmm. Dorf. Oh, yeah, our boy Chucky. Yeah. Ch- Chunky. Um, Chunky. There's, a, there's a couple boys in this, too. There uh, are, yeah. Ron Perlman's in it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some boys. Yeah. Some boys and some girls. Oh, I also noticed, like, a detail that, like, we were confused about later. So, 
the uh, General Perez uses his breath as uh, identification to get through doors. Okay. And ah. so later, Winona, I guess, has some sort of concoction that she is supposed this, like, to mimic chain that his has breath. all these like tiny little like spray bottles. spray bottles. Yeah. I wonder if that's just like yeah, is it like various people's breath or maybe or maybe just like chemical compositions that like might be close. Yeah, I don't know. It's or it's not really like explained, but a, it is kind of interesting. To me, it sort of seems like the the thing that would make the most sense is either it is specifically him or it is generically confuses the system in the yeah. right way okay. that they can just get into anything. Right, right. okay. Because yeah. she um, has a bunch of little spray bottles. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like a key ring full of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, That's an interesting thing to like lock a door with. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I feel, there's a lot of interesting stuff in yeah, I feel like, like interesting ideas. Yeah, I feel like people, you always see eye scan, like retinal scanners, you see voice like locks mm-hmm. and like fingerprints mm-hmm. or like handprint or whatever. But I feel like I've never seen somebody that's just like, mm-hmm. it's a breath. Wait, did yeah. you say like eye stuff? Yeah, retinal. Yeah, retinal. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. I zoned out for a second. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what I thought it I was just, when we like were trying to decipher out later. what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's a, it's a, it's a unique choice and I like that. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Me too. I feel like a lot of the choices. unique yeah. choices probably had to do with like the director. Who was the director? Jean Pierre Genou, who oh, like right, right, did right. City of Lost Children mm-hmm. and like Delicatessen and Mick Max. I think mm-hmm. Amelie as well. Shit. That Amelie? Just like thinking about like the same person directed this in City of Lost Children makes sense to me, but yeah. like <laughs> Amelie as well is yeah. so far in another direction. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. But okay. it's like the same kind of creativity. I feel like if you've seen like Micmacs, like mm, I have you not. see where the hybrid of like Amelie is what I've been meaning to like the Amelie sensibilities yeah. with like a City of Lost Children sensibility. Yeah. It's like these are still a bunch of things you got to see, right? You haven't seen Amelie or City of Lost Children, correct? Which are very different, um, but very cool and in, in very listen, different ways. They've been on my list for uh, about a hundred years. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're good ones. Do you recommend? It's a lot of movies to watch. In the um, but then yeah. this one was written by Joss Whedon. Is that yeah. this one? Okay, fuck. So yeah, just a couple of like powerhouses there. That's cool. So the main plot of this is that this like military scientist, like these people have hired this crew, this ragtag crew mm-hmm. to go and essentially like hijack a work like ship and take the people who are in the cryosleep and deliver them um, to the scientists so that they can essentially put the aliens in them. Okay. Um, and that's also, where we meet this whole ragtag crew. Yeah, which is like... Um, um, Elgin, the captain. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Christy, who is the... I guess he was like security kind of. He was the guy with like the guns that like oh, popped the out. the guy that was in a CSI? Yeah. Uh, not CSI, uh, Breaking Bad. Right? No, CSI. Oh, the CSI guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, sorry, <laughs> yeah. there was a, there was a lot of boys in this. There was, was a CSI guy and there was a Breaking Bad guy. Fucking Tuco yeah. was in this. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, don't remember true. his character's name in CSI. I don't remember the actor's name either. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to... It's Michael... Wait, no. It's Gary Dorden is Christy. The right, 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 right. Okay. Um, then we got uh, Call, which is Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, Fear is... Which is like 
the dude who's like in a bunch of the other stuff of this director. Oh, the French guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's like in this? He's like a mechanic. Yeah. Um, he's like in is a futuristic wheelchair. A futuristic thing. wheelchair. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to call it a wheelchair, but because it's like mechanical that, and exactly, different but- and. Um, but yeah, but it is a chair with wheels. Then so. we got that's fair. Johnner, who's Ron Perlman, mm-hmm. who's like a fucking um, troublemaker, piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know what his job is. He like <laughs> we're introduced to him by him throwing a, a knife, knife into, into what's his face Vera's yeah, yeah. leg mm-hmm. because he can't feel it anyway. It, but like that's so but it's just rude. like. And then he's like, okay, but can I have my knife back? And my owner writer broke it. And she's like, fuck you. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Um, Yeah. We also have Hillard, who is the pilot of the ship. And kind of has like a thing with the captain, Elgin. Oh, Oh, right, 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 right. The the other, the only other woman on this ship. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah, it's a little unclear from the first scene of them together if, it's actual sexual tension or if he's just sexually harassing her. But then there is a scene later where they're both like partially clothed and just like... And he's like... He's like rubbing her feet and she's just like... It was a really... It, that's a scene that I bet was probably not in the extended edition. We watched the extended edition, by the way, which was only like eight minutes longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like that scene was so kind of out of nowhere. It, it was kind of weird. It did <laughs> give context to the relationship, which I appreciate. It did. Yeah. It because did. we were like, mm, is she like... like Because he is like this? feels her up or a little bit yeah. or something or yeah. like suggests something. Yeah. And she's just basically kind of like get out of here yeah. in a way, but like in a nice way. Yeah. Um, but we're like, ooh, like, like is what that, is this dynamic? Yeah. So it is good to know that, like, okay, she's she's into it. She's into it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, um he's appalling though. I don't like. I was so confused <laughs> by him I didn't a like lot of him. the time. He was doing this like smokery voice that I just felt like didn't fit his face. Correct. Um, I like think that's just his voice though. Do you think so? Is it? I, I think I think that's what he sounds like. Huh. He just, like, he had kind of, like, a smooth, not, like, a baby face, but, like, a young dude face. But he has, like, the smoker voice of, like, a 50-year-old two-pack-a-day smoker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was just my take on it. It was, like, it just didn't fit to me. No, you're right. I but agree. I don't know. What are you going to do? Sometimes that happens. That's true. Um. So, anyway, they deliver the cargo, which is these people, uh-huh. to the scientists. Mm-hmm. And then the scientists put, you know, aliens in them. As you do. As you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so rude. And then they're kind of just like chilling, but then they meet Ripley uh, version 8. Uh-huh. Um, and Ripley V8. Yeah. And she's uh, playing basketball. Oh, it's the basketball scene. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that scene. And, this scene is hilarious. <laughs> so like Joner just like comes in hot trying to like... Trying to like put the moves on put her, the like moves on her. in a way where he's like, "Oh, let's like play some one on one or something, uh-huh. right?" Yeah, yeah. Like he thinks he's gonna dunk on her. Oh, and she dunks on him so hard. She dunks on him the hardest I've ever seen a she woman just, dunk like, on. Doesn't a dude. even let him touch the ball, and he just can't get it from. He just her, can't. No he matter what he cannot. does. Yeah, and, he and tries. she's being like so cocky about it. Like there's that part where she like. Her arms are like over his shoulders, like behind his head, yeah. and she's just passing the ball back and forth. It was, and it's just he's like also trying to be like predatory. He's and very, like, yeah. Was, he's got like big, like predatory alpha energy. Yeah, yeah. and she's giving it right back to him with <laughs> it was like easy. just like I, the sexiest so thing I've ever seen in a woman. It so much. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And then does she beat him up first or does she dunk him on him first? I don't even know if anything ends up happening with the basketball. I think it is just like they start fighting, kind of. Okay, yeah. no, but there was a shot but as, she, as she was leaving. She was leaving, and she throws the basketball, which she oh. actually oh, did. Oh, right. She throws it behind her back. I think that's at the end of the scene. And makes the shot. So, makes yeah, the they shot. all kind of, like, fight, essentially. Yeah. Well, not right. all. It's, like, him and then um, Christy. Uh, wait, is that? No, it's the, the lady whose name, who was not one of the writer. Yeah. She, like... Like threatens her with something. No, it was Christy, but that is was what it? he does. Okay, I yeah, just I watched remember, it. Like, okay. is this isn't the scene where he like pulls out the two guns? Is it? No. That's okay, later. that's no, later. Okay. Um, I, for some reason, I thought it was her. Dude, that basketball Whoops. scene was so good. He does have like, long hair. I, I was gonna know. say, and does I feel help? like they're all wearing very similar color palettes. Mm, I mean, yeah, it's just like dystopian, futuristic. Everybody's Space in like crew. grays and browns. Yeah. And, Everyone's so a lightly dirty. I can't tell. I can't. T- I go face blind. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to like picture these movies after the fact. The only reason I have any bearing Cause is because I just had to like, like review it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that scene is fucking incredible. Yeah. Then essentially like the crew just like chills basically. Mm-hmm. Um, while a number of things happen. Um, Call goes to see Ripley in private. That's where we see her using mm-hmm. the little mouth spray thing on the sensor. Right. And we find out that she is there on a specific mission to try and kill the aliens. And, and essentially that she is aware of what's going on here. And we're not really sure yet why that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ripley seems kind of weirdly antagonistic toward her. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the Ripley that we've sort of known in the past, but we also know that there is alien DNA in her. We also know that she's been through a lot and has been brought back from the dead, so like... That's the other thing. Even without the too. alien DNA, <laughs> yeah, it, she's kind of justifiably like, how pissed would you be? I'd be, oh, I'd be fucking I'd be livid. livid. Yeah. And, and she I has... Would, I would kill everybody on sight. I mean, yeah. like I said, let a woman die in peace. Like, she she chose her death. She... Don't bring me back. Don't... If I have to, like, die some horrible death, like, fighting some... Literally jumping into molten lead while an alien bursts out of my chest? Yeah. I'm good. I've... I've, I've had a good run. I'm gonna tap out at that one. Dunsky. That's... That's it for me. That's a wrap. I'm good. That's all, folks. Let's Bye. go. Yeah. It's Christmas. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it's, like, not clear exactly why she's antagonistic, but it feels like there's motivations for it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So the aliens uh, grow up, you know. <laughs> oh. They do. And they grow up so yeah. fast. Essentially, like, they... Brad Dorf is being real weird with them, too. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, that's classic. really into them. <laughs> that is classic him. He's good at being a fucking creep. Yeah. He's really good at it. Just a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Just the biggest... That's his... He, and he, like, knows it, and that's why he does these roles that he does. And... Fucking Fiona is very similar. She's good at being a, just a weirdo. I love that about her. Me too. She's incredible. Oh, they're good yeah. actors. Yeah. Anyway. They set up kind of this uh, thing that they pay off later with like him stunning the alien with mm-hmm. this sort of steam ice spray thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. So like one of the aliens sacrifices themselves like... Or I don't know if it sacrifices or the, <laughs> the other one just kills the other one. Yeah, I don't but basically, know it, like yeah. that one dies so that like its acid can burn through How many were in the that captivity. Room? Was it like only a, two? I think 
like a two or three. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't tell if it was two or three. Um, mm. And then, like when they escaped, I wasn't there was sure a lot if of it close ups. So. There was a lot of close. It was it, and I had no idea what was going on. Which yeah. kind of makes sense, like given the, how they have to like puppeteer these, and I'm sure yeah. it's hard to like. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like tight quarters, I think. Right? Yeah. yeah. And like they're big creatures, so that makes right? sense that it would be. But, but yeah, yeah like, I just, it was a little disoriented. I couldn't tell how many there were there. Yeah, it was unclear. Okay. Um, as long as I'm not just. Dumb. So, like, various scientists and military people get killed. The aliens have escaped, and there's, like, you know, more of them. And um, essentially, it's at this point where we're sort of in that classic alien franchise situation yeah. where it's yeah. just, like, a half-operational ship. Right. They're trying to evacuate. Huh. You know, uh, there's this ragtag group that shouldn't be there and they're just essentially like trying to stay alive, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we just get people like knocked off one by one. Right. I have some like key moments, but that was essentially like the recap. I don't know if you guys want to oh, jump okay. in Well, here. how does it, do you want to say how it ends? Yeah. How does it, I, cause I, I can never remember the final like scenes. Oh, Oh, that's right. Cause there's, a, I like, mean, there's a ton of key oh, like okay. moments that I okay, have. Okay. Well, let's go through some key moments okay. then. Did these just go in order? Yeah, they okay, do. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, the scene that Erica was kind of talking about where an alien gets out of the chamber, a military guy gets into the chamber, yeah. and mm -hmm. the alien uses, like, the spray, and it freezes him, and, like, chunks of him, oh. like, break off. That's oh, not the yeah. way. That's Ooh. not. I hope that you were conscious for as little of that as possible. Yeah. Because it was. it's not good. And I feel like that's, like, one of the first moments where it kind of shows like the aliens are like evolving, like getting smarter. They are getting smarter. Yeah. Um, Although they've always been like relatively smart. I almost just feel like it's the scientists once again, like um, underestimating yeah. what they're well, doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly Certainly. what it is. I yeah. guess it's like sort of like uh, just like an opportunity to show how smart they are. Yeah. Because they've like getting. taken note of something specific uh -huh. and are like recreating it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, like, we didn't get as many moments of. Right. I feel like in, like, previous ones. Like, I feel like in this one, it really, like, emphasized, like, w what kind of cognitive level they're on. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. especially in, like, the first one, they're kind of making it out, like, just this chaotic being that's, like, only, uh, like, only, it's like, like a thought it's is, just like, like survival. Survive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's just more to it than that. Yeah. I, it's, they've added so much nuance to the fucking monster and I yeah. love that. Mm -hmm. I love a monster that'll think for itself. I love a monster with nuance. I also think they're sort of like alluding to the fact that Ugh. it's because of this hybrid situation that mm -hmm. both of the entities are changed. The alien's but, more yeah. human right. and the and, and she is more alien. More, alien. more like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Ripley ate kills one of the aliens by hiding under Elgin's dead body yeah. and then like shooting through it. Oh, that yeah. Was, like, a that thing. was, yeah, because uh, he got pulled through the floor by an alien, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, she, yeah, she was underneath and she hid out and she fucking took one out like a bad bitch. Yeah. yeah. And then just like, like comes up and like, Call just like, is All like right, what the go. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Literally she like, like Hi, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, that, that's a whole fight. I didn't write this down as a note, but I mean, I know that it's right there where they sort of like, Call is very distrustful of her because mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. her 
mixture of alien in her and she's just like we don't can't trust her we don't know what she's gonna do mm-hmm. right and she's just like i fucking like you can leave me or what you're like it's your choice yeah, but like, kind of like I, ripley's just kind of like i don't give a shit but what i'm you the think. only one who like has dealt with any of these things and like yeah you know, she like she doesn't have time for anybody's doubt or bullshit anymore i yeah. loved that yeah uh, this <laughs> just like my favorite Ripley so far. She has just, just like, like nothing left to lose. No. She's she, already died once. She's already died. So death isn't even like a demotivator. Yeah. Or anything like, like that. Whatever. Like it's just like. Just like I could live. I could die. Whatever. I have been dead and yet here I am. I've been dead for like. It's like a long time. Didn't too. they say something like 200 years or something? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if any. Anybody remembers. But. I don't, I don't remember. It, I do remember it being a, an amount of time that was. It was a lot. A, cu- yeah. a couple generations. It's like nobody you knew or loved is still around. No. Yeah. No. Not at all. Yeah. That keeps happening, too. Yeah. Wasn't she in cryosleep for a while, too? And- she, she was in cryosleep for, like, yeah, like 70 years or something. Yeah. So just, like, another whole lifetime. Yeah. I mean, the only thing technically with this is just that, like, it's not her. It's just, yeah. like, they're, yeah. she's right. created. Right. Yeah, but is I... She, yeah. Well... She, Let's she argue isn't... that with her, you know, because I feel... Would she think that she's not even a well, little bit Well, she has, like, her? the genetic inherited memory, so I think she would feel very much like she's her. Exactly. Yeah. And um, why, but, is that, why is that different then? I think, though, that she also acknowledges the, that she is different Because the one that we've been following well. mm-hmm. has just died, you yeah. know? And, like, did not get, like... She wouldn't have the experience of like waking back up, but like to yeah, no, to the it's not aliens. the same physical body. Yeah, and yeah. and not the same consciousness of that. If you like believe in like uh, consciousness or like, kind but of I'm saying soul, like conceptual maybe. Thing. There's some, yeah, but there's for something... this one, that would be exactly what she would think. Like the subjective experience would be exactly the same mm-hmm. from like the clone's point of view, right? Ripley right. Eight's point of view. She would feel exactly like like she had just died and now she's being woken up again. Is she eight because she's the eighth clone, or do they count original Ripley as Ripley one, making this Ripley like the seventh clone? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just wonder how I, many. I didn't count. I didn't either. But I bet. I mean, there were a bunch of bodies in that fucking room that I she think, burned. Yeah. I think I would still argue that, like, subjectively, there is a piece of her that is still like original Ripley um, because sure. like she she has those inherited memories and so as a result she has like the same sort of like feelings and reactions um, and so in a way like there's a part of her essence that's like you can't be on like can't be taken apart from the original Ripley mm-hmm I don't know. I think it's just like yeah. a nuanced kind of thing. Like I, I hear what you're saying though about like it's like it's not the same physical Ripley. Right. Yeah. So but I guess that's like that's the whole Yeah. That's the whole thing. What happened what happened after what happens next? Uh like, I was just writing down like key things. Yeah. The one thing that you just said, which was like oh. she discovers like she that discovers lab. all the, the clones. Oh my god. Which um apparently because uh Sigourney Weaver uh had no intentions of doing a fourth alien movie. Right. Um but 
there's a, a, a joke that she made talking about like, oh, like what, uh, what convinced her mind? And she talks about how like, oh, they essentially just like uh, drove a dump truck full of money to my house. Oh, okay. Um, but like it, on, upon further inspections, she read the script and this was the scene that convinced her that she wanted to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I wonder of, why was that? I don't know. I don't know exactly. I didn't like, it didn't say exactly why, but like this scene of like, Ripley coming across the failed clones. It was a heavy scene. It was heavy because there was one that was fully conscious. Yeah. Um, uh, but is it was and was an abomination. The, uh, an abomination. Probably the seventh. One. Probably this it was, yeah, it was probably the seventh because one. Because it's like, clearly it was as like close. her, but yeah. it has like a deformed arm claw situation and the whole bottom half. It's fucking... Imagine like Sigourney Weaver with like the thing, like alien. Oh, just like, God. you know, how just it's... Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah, exactly... Yeah, yeah. That's a good... And basically, like that version of her, like when she comes into that room, uh, just like looks her in the eye and says, Begs kill me. for death. Yeah. And uh, that's what I thought she was going to say. But then I was like, no, that'll be too on the nose. And then she was just saying that. I'm like, well, I mean, like. I mean, yeah. What else, I mean, yeah, what what else, else is you there say? to say? And then a uh, call comes over. Like, <laughs> it was just like a moment between these two Ripley's. And then call comes over and just hands her like a, a flamethrower and just kind of like walks off. Yeah. There was no words between the two of just like. Yeah. You're going to. Yeah. You just kind of I mean, get you it. You're like. Yeah, I get it's it. You need to just blow the see. place up. I have a terrible, terrible joke. Um, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. This whole room. Yeah, that's exactly what this that's is. That's exactly what this is. Uh, yeah. Because most of them, yeah, like are not conscious or in like these tubes, tubes, tubes. filled with fluids. Yeah. It's um, kind of like hanging in stasis, but the one is fully conscious. Yeah. That's upsetting. Um, anyway, she burns the whole place to the ground. Yeah, she does. Good for her. Yeah, it needed to happen. It did need to happen. Uh, what didn't need to happen wrong. was her being cloned so many times. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely good God. not. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, Ron Perlman at Ron, the end of yeah, that scene. Yeah, just like, fucking good supplies or whatever. He says must be like a woman thing or uh, something, something like, that. like that. He's yeah. like, yeah, he didn't understand why he, she did that. Like, did he, like, did, he not, did you not go into the room? Do you not did understand? Did he not understand that they were all her? Does he not understand what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> I, I think... I, like, it I, I, I truly think that he just doesn't understand that they're all her. Yeah. Um, I think, in that moment. Yeah. Because I feel like it took me a, looking at a bunch of them sure. to yeah. like fully understand like, oh, this is what's happening. Well, yeah, because like the early ones look less and less like her and more just kind like of like generic. Well, yeah, more alien. And then any like human features are a little more generic in some of the early ones. But then like the further she goes into the room, the more it's obviously. Yeah. It's interesting to but me. But he never saw the one that was. He, yeah, he never saw that the one. The only ones who ever saw that one were Ripley, Ripley and, and Paul. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like such a complicated uh, process to try and recreate the DNA of somebody with like this parasite right. but as like intact as like a whole separate entity you know yeah mm-hmm. which is like why they were failing you know in the experiments leading up to it right I'm not a scientist yeah, I can't that claim scene to was know a big old yikes though yeah you do not yeah, want, that to, heavy. want to walk into a room like that it's the last thing I want kinda yeah, yeah. what would you do if you found out that you were a clone We've also mm. been watching, we watched one episode of Orphan Black, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like kind of like similarly try to like figure out 
origin story kind of stuff, like what that whole deal is, but otherwise maybe just try to like lay yeah. low in a way. Yeah, because like if I'm a clone, then that means that somebody is uh, looking at uh, looking for me. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I would imagine. Any clone media I've ever seen would lead me to believe so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see. They discover one of the workers that they stole uh, mm-hmm. who was in cryosleep. Now they're like awake and they're like, what's going on? Oh, um, oh my god! But the scientists no. have already put the alien in him. So yeah, he's kind of just like a... He's a time bomb. Time bomb. That, yeah. And that whole scene, it's like, <laughs> they kind of imply that like something is growing inside of him and then refuse to answer his question. And he's like over the entire scene, just like, what is in me. Yeah. <laughs> Until Ripley is very blunt. Yeah. Why, yeah. Why won't and anybody... I, like, for just real. tell the dude. I mean, I guess you don't want the dude to go crazy. But just like... Just kind of blow the place up or something. I feel like that this is... This is information. This is need to know information. Yeah. So... Yeah. That's, um, in, that's inside him. Yeah. It sure is. Mm-hmm. We get a few scenes with him, though. We do. True. And even though he was only in a few scenes... I, I I trust him. Yeah, I mostly trust him. I mostly trust him. He didn't do anything so outrageous. He was mostly just kind of panicky, but it's I think that's under understandable. the circumstances. I think I would. It's be almost too. like you didn't yeah. get to see what his personality would have been. Yeah, yeah, because he was just stressed the yeah, whole time. Yeah. He woke up in a strange place and was told that there's an alien in his dress. And basically, it's it's gonna take it's a matter over. of time. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows how long. Um, yeah. water floods the ship and then they have to go through this 90 foot, um, passage that is like the oh, kitchen. Yeah. Um, but then it's a trap. So like Perfect they all kind of go under and then the aliens are like ready on the other side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You ever try to like, when That's there's also- a, an underwater scene in something, try to hold your breath for that long? Yeah. This one was too long. I would be mm. dead. I, yeah, Ron, under, Ron Perlman I do almost think did about die that. filming really? this scene. He uh he hit his head on a sprinkler and oh, it God. and it knocked him out. Oh fuck. Oh god. Um and a crew member had to grab him and pull him out. Shit. But yeah, he almost drowned filming fuck. this. Yeah, it was, it was really It did feel dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it, it, the stakes were there. It yeah. felt high stakes. It was stressful. Yeah, I wouldn't have survived cuz it it made it seem like they were underwater for like Five, five minutes ish, which like we were talking about this, and I was like at my peak of like I was practicing holding my breath, yeah, and practicing like like diving breathing techniques, yeah. And at my peak, I would have never have made it that no, that me long neither. Underwater. I still feel like even at my peak, like swimming all summer long, uh, I could get like a good minute and a half, minute and a half, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. But I feel terrible. After I, it. No, I would be, my head would be exploding. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. Um, So I wouldn't have made it through. No, but they did? Most of them. But yeah, it is a trap and all we these do eggies lose, are there. We do lose Hiller in this scene, right? I forget. I wasn't clocking when everyone died, actually. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is because like she's like trying to swim frantically away and like one of them catches up oh, to her and like pulls her back. That I sounds think right. That does sound right. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, They're good uh, oh, swimmers. and for like added uh, stress, uh, Vera's had to ditch his like wheelchair. futuristic wheelchair, so oh, now yeah, he's so on now Christy's he's... back. Yeah, yeah. so uh-huh. he—it's Christy's responsibility entirely to get them both to the other <laughs> I side. I know. I was thinking Although about that he too, could like... like 
try and like, can, swim. He can like and, arm like, well, paddle. While How like, stressful underwater. for him because like you are not in control of when you're hitting the surface of that water. No. Oh my God. And you're facing the back, which is where they're coming at you. So you're getting a front row seat to the whole thing that's back. going on. <laughs> yeah. He does end up making it through that scene. Yes. Um, um, they get to the, they, they have to like climb a ladder or like, okay. So all the eggies were there. All the yeah. eggies were there where they popped out of. Yeah. And then who, who shoots the like mortar? Or, like it's Christy. He's the, is um, it, he's, he, he's trick shots. Okay. He, yeah, but he, he ricochets it and it explodes. He does all the multiple eggies. trick shots. In he's this. incredible with some guns. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he does a, a sweet trick shot and kills all the eggies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have to climb a ladder to like a to get to a door, to open a door to get to like the next part of the show. Next part of the yeah. that's like closer to the escape pod. Yeah. Do we already know at this point that uh, since the ship is like in shutdown mode, it's in autopilot to go back to Earth? Yeah, we do. Okay. That, so that's also something that we're uh, worried about is the fact that this entire ship is going back to Earth regardless. Yeah, we're yeah. not trying to do that to Earth. To Earth. You know, if anything, like, let us just self-destruct. Yeah. Yeah. Just way out here. We'll figure it out. It's fine. It's fine. If, we, if they all have to die, I think anybody in space realizes that's a possibility. Yeah. I think anybody in the world ever, should, like in the universe ever, should realize that that's a possibility. That death is a possibility? At any moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I've accepted that about my fate. Yeah. Any moment. All of our fates. Yeah. Dude, yeah. last night with the storm, it was close. Oh, yeah? It was loud. Shit. I, I went out and checked on scissors a couple times, although I was apprehensive to open the door because I've been doing a lot of, I've been reading a lot of- Oh, uh-oh. Black-eyed kids stories. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, it was like 4.30 in the morning, 5 mm, in the morning. Bad time to open the front door. And I, so I was like- But sometimes you got to check on scissors. I was like, I have to check on scissors. Yeah. Um, But then it was like, okay, black-eyed kids can't get into your house unless you invite them in. So I, don't, I didn't want to be like, scissors, you're welcome in whenever because I don't want anything else listening to think I'm talking to them. Yeah, totally. But also scissors, you are welcome in whenever. Scissors, just knock. Like, you can really come in whenever. Scissors, for real? You live here. I love you. This is your house. That's true. She you doesn't just, listen to this podcast. You just choose to live outside of it. Imagine scissors with little earbuds. <laughs> She'd be little so cute. iPod Nano. Oh my god! No, it'd be like on like the, a little on a little strap. like yeah strap like you wear like a <laughs> armband, but she wears it like around her waist probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so cute. That would be cute. Oh, I love scissors. Me too. There's a video of her on my YouTube channel now, made by Joel. Yeah, what's the link? Plug it. <laughs> We're here. I don't know. Oh no. I don't YouTube.com. What's your what's like what's your YouTube channel? I think it's just my name. Okay. Amy Holston. There you I go. don't know. I should make it a thing, right? I mean maybe, but there's your, there's some cats. Art and cats and there's just some painting and some cat videos. Listen, on there. barely anybody listens to this anyway. Plug everything you can, right? Yeah. Just find me on YouTube. There's some art videos, there's some cat videos. Yeah. You know. If you're here, you probably like cats, right? You're a cat person. Probably. You? Maybe, you know, dogs are cool too, but the cats are cool. Listen. I'm not hating on a dog. I hate, like, sorry, this is a tangent, but no, just like the kind it. of people that get so like aggressively like dog people, cat people, like people that are just like love one and hate the other. And I just feel like that's stupid because you can just love them both because they're both good. Love them both. I just, yeah, no, I listen, I love dogs. I, I just feel don't like- have the energy to have a dog 
on my own. I personally. feel like I don't need that kind of energy. I don't in feel my ready household. for a dog yet. I feel like I probably will have a dog one day. Yeah. Um. But I what just don't if feel. You, what kind of dog would you want? I love beagles so much. I think it because we had Judy. Yeah. And she was so Judy good. Judy was a good dog. But I also love pugs because they're stupid as hell. So I think a pug. <laughs> uh, so, so I think a puggle would be like an ideal dog for me. Because they're stupid as they, hell. Tell, prove me wrong. <laughs> no, you're so right. They're so dumb. Do you remember Aunt Shelley's pug? I do. Smooshy. Yeah. So sweet. Why the, who allowed anybody to name a dog Smooshy? I don't. Listen. It's the first <laughs> no, I'm hearing of this name. No one was policing it. Yeah. Our, our aunt. Um, had a had a pug. Had it, was, all, it was an all black, like black I pug named, it. named Smooshy. Named Smooshy because its, <laughs> face, its face was, was so all smooshy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that dog was. And then it, it, like, it kept getting out uh, and like fucking with the coyotes. Oh, is that true? Yeah, it got out a couple times, and like there was a worry of coyotes on that property. Yeah, listen. <laughs> That dog was not built for the wild. It's a pug. It's dumb as hell. It can't breathe. It's a pug. Joel. Yeah, I don't know. I like a lot of dogs. Like, I like, like, I mean, pit bulls are fun. Right. Too. And I feel like they get a bad rap, so that makes me want to have they one. They do. But I, anyone I've ever known is just, like, super sweet. They're babies. Yeah. Listen, I've never been attacked by a by a pit bull, but I have been attacked by a Dalmatian. So. Oh. The only dog I've ever been attacked by dachshund. was a, a Dachshund. Yeah. So I'm not really a fan of them, and I have a handful of friends who are, like, obsessive like dachshund people and i'm like that's nice for you that's cool for you but one of those guys attacked me and i realize it's not the same but but like i'm mm. just gonna kind of steer clear they bit my ankle yeah that's truly it's an ankle biter yeah that's true joel if you got a dog like if you could pick like any type of breed what what would you get hmm I don't know the breeds well enough, I feel like, to answer this, like, to my satisfaction. Yeah, it's mostly just, like, cute dog, funny dog, like, fluffy do you, dog. Do you have a preference of, like, small, medium, or large dog? I think it would depend on the scenario. Like, if we're having, like, a relatively small place, like we're talking about having, yeah. like, but, like, still kind of a house, like, I feel like it's more suited to, like, a, a small dog. Small, like, that's what I like would think, stupid, like, small to medium yeah. dog. And then... But if we had like more space space, or like it was like more of like a country or yeah. just like, I don't know. Yeah, I could imagine like having a bigger dog. It would just need to feel like the right scenario for right. it. I feel like, yeah, truly what it'll be is just like whatever dog you end up connecting with. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For what sure. about you? I like big dogs. Yeah. Um. I like like huskies. Oh, I love huskies. I love huskies. Or like a German Shepherd mm-hmm. is a good dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always talked about like once I am financially stable and I feel like I'm ready to have a dog going into like a kill shelter and mm-hmm. just taking all of the dogs. Well, asking like being like, all right, which one's been here the longest? Yeah, like give me that one. Yeah, because it's usually a pit bull. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which is so shitty. Um, and because I love they're so pit bulls. Sweet. They're such big babies. I know. I love them. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, we had like the Mastiff growing up. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love that dog. Don't, yeah. Like, I feel like you just have to have the space for it if you're going to have a dog that big. For sure. And also know that uh, it's probably not going to live very long. That's true too. Bigger dogs have a lot of health issues and like she got like spurs in her hips oh geez yeah well and also that's like the thing about having like purebred dogs um versus like mixed breed yeah dogs so i'd uh prefer to have it Just like mixed breed make, give it dog. a little give it a little much how do you yeah. think uh lena and danny would handle a dog 
Um, I think that I think that Lena would be okay. Lena was around when we had Raider mm. in the house. Oh, and Raider was pretty big. Raider was huge. Yeah. Uh, he was a big, like, he was definitely a border collie, but he was, like, a... But enormous. But a, a big border collie. He was, like, border collie plus, like, um, not Mastiff. It's, like, the bigger ones that Saint are, like... Bernard? Thick. Maybe something. Like a Beethoven? The movie Beethoven? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that dog. That wasn't yeah. what I'm thinking of, but, like, could be, like... Because mm. he was, like, thick. He was thick, and he was a big dog. Um, I and like Lena was like not thrilled, yeah, about having a dog in the house, but like was pretty chill. Danny, we would have a problem with because the whole reason I have Danny was because she didn't get along with Styles. Yeah, um, but I just feel like Danny, like for a while, it wouldn't be good, and then eventually, like they'd, they'd get comfortable, friends. and Danny would just beat the shit out of a giant dog. <laughs> yeah, constantly, uh, constantly. She would constantly instigate it, even though like it would be way bigger than her. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, and could just take her down so easy with like a just like a little just chomp. A little chomp, yeah. And she's dead, and she could be dead, but she would still just like poke and prod anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because she's a little rascal. Yeah. 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 Um, what else Remember happened Alien? In, in this movie? So we are in like this, like, I really liked this uh, area of the film because it was very uh, like vertical mm. rather than like spread out horizontally. Yeah. It was like they were, there's like the pool and they're climbing up the water or climbing up the ladder and they're trying to get to this door and everything was kind of happening on like this kind of scale. Yeah. Which I think is just, it's just interesting because it's not typically in that like, it's, I just liked it. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. I feel like I don't often think about things in terms of like those dynamics so mm-hmm. much. Like I will think more abstractly or in a broader sense about like shot choice or like what's happening like that. Mm-hmm. But like when you're talking about just like, okay, this like area of the movie was very vertical. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, yeah, it, it just, it just adds a different dimension. But, uh, basically like calls it, too trusting. Yeah. And this scene is when the one dude from this ship from, turns on them. Yeah. Because he's like, I can't get it open. Call, give me your gun. I'll shoot it open. Uh-huh. And, and she she's does. like, yeah, all right. Yeah. And he's like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Right. And this is where they meet, like, this other military guy, DiStefano, although I didn't know that, that was his name. Okay. Um, but that's the guy who's, like, uh, in Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, and he basically just arrives uh, to have an exposition dump about what call is right yeah. right because like that whole thing happens we think call is dead but then she's back like in the next scene she's the man behind the mask she's got a hole in her torso she's milky as hell um and ripley just straight up sticks some fingers in that hole you can't be sticking your fingers into I other like people's you, holes you, you got i know listen i know you're part alien now but you just gotta ask people before you stick your fingers in their holes. It was a power move. It was a power <laughs> move. And I felt really uncomfortable about Me it. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, but we find out that um, Call is an android. A robot. A robot. Yeah. Um, an auton. A robot designed by robots. Designed by robots, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, like, Tuco. I can't remember what is, what's his character's De name Stefano? in this. DeStefano. That's it. Um is like real antagonistic about it toward her. Kind of, but also just he he sounds just like excited. Dumb, to, but like he's just hyped. sort of 
I guess the thing is, like, he's yeah. hyped. I think it's mostly positive, but, like, I think he's blowing up her spot a little bit. I feel like she's trying to, like, she's, lay low. Yeah, and, and he, he's just like, oh, this thing, whoa. Yeah, yeah. like, putting it on blast. She's like, great. Yeah. yeah. She ends up hooking herself up to the, the ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just remembered a fucking line of hers in that. Yeah. Because we also, we, we, like, find the general who is, like, run off and, like, right. is going to go... Uh, and she like hooks himself, uh, hooks herself up to the ship. Ship, so she can basically like tap into the system, like re, she can like reroute things. Kinda, yeah. Um, but she can also like speak. She can over the intercom, the, yeah, to the whole. Um, and she, so she finds where he is because she, he's like going towards the ship. Um, and he, she's just like. Ali- all aliens report to a uh, level one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just like, right where he is. Give yeah, give fucked that dude. Yeah, he just shot her. Listen, listen. She's gotta get her redemption. Yeah. Her and like Ripley have a good talk in this scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved the dynamic between these two characters. <laughs> yeah, it was so strange. It was so strange, and, I- and like be- like both of the characters are, like, non-human characters, which is fun. Yeah. Which adds just, like, this interesting kind of dimension. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like something that was, like, I I wasn't consciously thinking, but now that I am thinking about it, Mm -hmm. it what's sort of nice about it is that it's two people getting to explore characters who have a particular situation that they're in that doesn't really have to do with them being women, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. And I just mean to say that, like, oftentimes, like, even when women get roles, like, they're sort of subjugated to areas w- in which writers think that women well, this is like the can, woman's can. place, the woman's job. It's like, the okay, like, well, then we'll have, you know, her storyline will be about being a mother. And, you or know like what I mean? being like, a lover. Yeah. That's kind of what the, the third lady in this movie a was. A little bit. Yeah. She was yeah. kind of just like this she was, object yeah. for the captain of the one ship. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without, yeah, really any life of her own. Yeah. I mean, like, with Call, she has a situation where she was tapped into the mainframe so she could see all of the like secret operations that mm-hmm. were happening and she saw like that this was one thing that was going on and that she needed to stop it and it's like Sigourney or Ripley 8 questions her on it and is like you know like why do you even give a shit and she's just like I was programmed to yeah. mm-hmm. and kind of just being in the situation like what do complicated sort of like situation to try to like portray as like a character is like yeah but i feel like that's like such an inherently human facet of oh, her yeah. personality too of just like feeling like i mean like i'm it's you're illogical just co- but i but you're compelled yeah. to this is what you've been programmed to do this is you know what i mean yeah it's like yeah. we have like biological kind of imperatives mm-hmm. and just like yeah like there's something about survival and yeah and ha- having other people survive and yeah yeah i mean but even beyond people. survival like people who have sort of like self-actualization related sort of urges and yeah. things that like push you toward like people that just like I don't form various like organizations or like make various like pieces of art and just sort of don't have a logical explanation. Just like they were just compelled to, they were just moved to. Totally. And I feel like it's pretty similar. I completely agree, which is like, I feel like 
the whole thing that it seems like they're doing with that character is like through mm-hmm. the android characters almost get to be more human than the human characters yeah. a lot of times. In That's, these. I've been liking, there's been a handful of things that we've watched in the last like probably year or so where there are android characters that are so beyond human. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I feel like that makes it feel even more futuristic. That makes it feel even better. I don't know. Like there's a lot of like older stuff, especially that, or even like modern stuff that makes like androids, but they always have like a little delay to them. Um, And (laughs) just like the realism of like, you have no idea that she's an android until Until, she gets shot. And yeah, you see her insides. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a reveal in one of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. I have noticed a theme with the androids in this movie, though. Because mm-hmm. wasn't the, th- the... In the first movie, wasn't his name Ash? I'm pretty sure his name was Ash. Maybe. Okay. And in the second one, his name was Bishop. Oh, ABC. And this one is Call. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure in Prometheus... David. David. Oh, interesting. But, like, that... That's just sort of like an which order is, in terms of fun. like the film yeah. making of it. Yeah, it's not but really... I mean, that's just like fun. Yeah. It's just fun. I wonder, I can't remember from Covenant if there was one. I haven't it's seen It's David it, so. again. Oh, it is David again. Not to Spoiler. spoil anything. Well, but. I mean, yeah, um, two and three were both bishops, so. Yeah, okay. An android is allowed to be across two movies. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, the whole like climax is essentially like they get to the end of the ship that they're trying to get to. And yeah. then, like, General Perez comes out of, like, nowhere to, like, hold them all at gunpoint yet again. You uh-huh. keep saying... Sorry to completely derail this. You keep saying General Perez, but before you say it, my brain says, General Kenobi! Which is not the right movie at all. I don't know what movie that is. It's one of the prequels. There's, like, a robot that, like, fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi walks in and he's like, fucking oh, General Kenobi! St- okay. Not, I don't think it was a stormtrooper, but I think it was a robot. I don't know. Okay. I, 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 Danny, cut in that audio clip for reference. Hello there. General Kenobi. Oh, okay. I do remember that now. Yeah, I, now that I, I'm hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's from the prequels because I'm pretty sure it's in reference to Ewan McGregor. Well, yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Shout out to Ewan McGregor. Yeah, he's good. Good in everything. We, we recently watched Train Spotting for the first time. We did, yeah. What a wild ride. Holy shit. I wouldn't know. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I recommend it. It was interesting. Yeah, again, it's been on my and list. It's got some for... like rowdy boys, you know? Do love a good rowdy boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, General Perez, what's he doing? He's holding the, them at gunpoint because his whole thing is right. even despite all of this carnage, he's still just like, we need to keep the aliens intact because yeah, uh, yeah. it's like, ugh, God. Yeah. And, and they're like heading toward Earth and he knows that. Yeah. Um, it's there was also selfish. A point, I'm pretty sure it was when uh, the captain of the smaller ship got pulled through the floor and then like Ripley came out and they have a discussion about like, how many are there? Yeah. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. And he, does he, I can't. He I, says like 12. I was going to say, was he, does he say 12? I think so. There's 12 aliens? Oh, I forgot. That's yeah. a I, lot. I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking, I was thinking 12. Yeah. I was going to say, the numbers that came to my head were eight or 12. So. Yeah. I, cause I want to say it was like a cool does, you know? Just an even dozen. <laughs> Just a cool does. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, and we've already seen what one alien can do to an entire ship. So, 12 yeah. on the planet? Fuck that. It's over. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the, end. the end for Earth. Bye. 
Um, honestly, I'm surprised Earth is still around. When they said they were heading back toward Earth, I was kind of like, oh, Earth is still oh, Earth a, is thing. Still a thing. I know. Huh. I thought Me that, too. Because it's yeah. supposed to be like, f- even from our current future, it's like several hundred years. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just don't expect Earth to still be a thing in a few hundred years. Yeah. No, I barely expect Earth to be a thing in a couple dozen years. Like I'm fingers crossed on 2021. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um. Like, I would like to see it happen. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a lot of faith. Same. Um, it's not looking good. No. Outlook not good. Ask again later. <laughs> no. Well, I'll just go to sleep instead. Bye. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so that worker tries to, the guy who was like in the cryosleep, his name's Purvis. I didn't, mm, I didn't catch he, it when we watched it. Yeah, right? there was a lot of people. Um, I recognize that actor from something too, and I could not place. Yeah, it. probably there a were bunch a lot of TV, of, a lot of familiar faces. Um, let's see. So he is uh, having his chest explosion uh, situation happen. Mm-hmm. They're about but to they put, him in cryo put him in cryo sleep, and that's when Perez, Perez busts in. Yeah. yeah, and he sort of like uses that momentum of like feeling pain, and then he like attacks the general, and then like which. It, that makes me trust him even more. That, that, this is yeah, why I trust him. Yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. This scene like, was why like, I he trust could tell, him. He could tell at that point, like, it's coming out. It's He's happening like, it's now. And me. he just, like, lunges toward him. It's like, it's yeah. the same shit with, like, Ripley at the end of the third one where it's just, like, she knows it's about to happen, so she launches herself into the leg. I just respect the hell out of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I really... I was, Yeah, so we didn't get a lot of scenes with this guy, but there was enough to show his character. There was enough yeah. to show me that I would I would trust him. I do trust him. In a yeah. in a situation. But yeah, he fucking really lets him have it. Mm-hmm. Um and by it you mean the alien that pops out of him. No, I mean General yeah. Perez. Yeah, I mean you oh, let General uh, Perez have, have it. Yeah. The alien. The alien. Yeah. And yeah, uh-huh. That's exactly And then what they I mean. just like all start, you know, whatever. They blow they blow that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. I I Especially just loved because, like, he beats him up a little bit. And, like, the final blow is he pulls General Perez's head to his chest. Uh Uh-huh. And the alien bursts through his Mm -hmm. head. Yeah, it was really iconic. Like. Yeah. For someone who has never seen what this, like, looks like and doesn't know, like, the force of how much the alien's going to come out of somebody's chest. And he's just, like betting on he's just hoping yeah i mean I, he can and feel it, it inside of him that's true but it and it just like it was such a fucking power move yeah and i respected it yeah it was good yeah it was very visceral Ugh. yeah but yeah then and then they blow that motherfucker blow those up. boys up who's flying the ship right now the ship i think yeah, just like autopilot. autopilot. Oh, okay. Father. Oh, but they do try to called- like father. That is what it was they called. They do try to get um there was a couple people that they get into the like pilot seats. It was like Ron Perlman gets in there at one point, but somebody else is there first. It was Fears? the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Right? And then it was Ripley and him for a while. Okay. okay. Um, but then the hatch is open. And so, she, yeah, she's going to go deal with that. Investigate. And Ron Perlman goes to like sit in the seat and he's just like, what do I do? And he's like, grab the handles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like very basic. Just like, ah. Just like anything intuitive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just trust her. Yeah. I can't, I can't teach you the whole thing right now. Yeah. But then, uh, is this when her baby comes aboard? Yeah. So it's like queen, oh. the queen alien gives birth to this like more human, like white alien baby. And it, like it, its face is like a little bit more similar to like a skull. 
It's yeah. fucking grotesque. It's kind of got human-ish eyes, although they're completely like dark, like it, in yeah. the sunken recesses. No, you're right. Of, like a bigger yeah, looking no, eye. It's more. And it's way more, more of a hybrid. Expressive. Yep. In the face. Yeah, it's weird. It's we kind of get like a monologue about it from um, Brad Dorif, like because mm. he's like hung up in a little oh, cocoonish right. yeah. type it's like situation. Only like a head left, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um. It's that scene is really weird though because like when they're like coming in and like he's like giving a monologue or whatever. But if you watch that man's mouth, him's not saying words. Mm. He. It looks like he's just saying like blah over and over again. That's weird. And it, it oh. is not even close to what he is saying. That's so I weird. did not pick up I on didn't that. notice that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is very odd and disorienting. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's... I don't, if that's true, that that could just be like they added this exposition because like I was gonna say test be. audiences were like, what? What's happening? Yeah. What is this? Um, or There's it could a mother be alien like, now? that it's supposed to be kind of telekinetic in a way. Maybe like he's mm. just transmitting these messages somehow. Do I our, don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it was it was just weird. But yeah, there is this new alien baby thing. Yeah, it kills somebody in that scene. Who does it kill? The mother alien. Right, right but it kills like a human that wasn't bred. Jorif, right? Was there another person in that room? I, I didn't. I was just skimming. <laughs> I, think it, I mean, I think it did kill him. It definitely killed him, but I thought that there was a person that was, like, free to, like, do stuff in that scene. I could be wrong. Um, hmm. I, could I mean, yeah, Ripley's there, but besides her, I don't know. But I yeah, don't remember So he, yeah, he kills the, the mama. The baby? Yeah, the, the baby. alien. Yeah, exactly. And the baby seems to have more of an allegiance to Ripley, Ripley as its mom. Yeah. Um, and so she essentially like... She's kind of using lulls that. that. Uses yeah. it to like lull him into a false sense of like safety. Like later when it's like uh, kind of followed her to the ship. Mm-hmm. And then she uses some of her like mildly acidic blood to uh, crack open part of the the window that and was then so cool it just mm-hmm. like sucks the alien through it one piece at a time slowly oh as God. it dies that and was it's kind such of a difficult watch because it's like you don't want to like it, i mean it was just it was just a little baby and it pro- that scene goes on for and a that's long just its time. biology it's just yeah. like i'm alive i have killing instincts yeah I, and a lot of its screams got very human sounding yeah that, yeah it was upsetting it was really upsetting it was upsetting also um, were, were you guys kind of like halfway on like whether ripley was just gonna like be on the alien side at some yes. point yeah I yeah, feel, I the feel whole like, time. I feel like that was... I feel like she was riding that line the whole movie. That was like the tension of the movie, right? Yeah. For Super her, intentional, yeah. yeah of yeah. like, she doesn't even know what side she's on yet. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. She's still deciding. Yeah, because it's kind of like you are... In, she is inherently human, but like the humans keep fucking shit up. And like, yeah, like the past three movies, she has the memories of the past three movies and yeah. of people not listening to her, not mm-hmm. believing her, and... All hell breaks loose and people die. Yeah. So, so like, she's becoming more nihilistic as like dude, it goes on. Cause you're just like, I live through hell. I've seen hell. Yeah. I literally died. Believe women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Come on. How many movies do we have to have of this franchise before we start believing women? That's what I'm saying. I don't even know. Yeah. I did appreciate though that like yeah in in this movie she's just so sick of explaining the situation she's like I don't even give a shit if you believe me anymore yeah fuck you I mean you can't yeah 
Ugh. So like very few of them. It's just like Ripley 8, Call, uh, Vera's, and Jonner are still alive. Great. Uh, they make it to Earth. Double date. And um, <laughs> in the extended version that we watched, they... they well, Call and Vera's are clearly a thing because he is trying to get with her, but she couldn't care less if he exists. Yeah, but hear me out. Call and Ripley are a more iconic duo, so they should go on a date. Okay, but you can't have Jonner and Vera's together alone. Well, they did kiss when they arrived on. They oh, that's planet. true. Kiss. They did kiss. So maybe, so. you know what? Forget what I said about double date. It's just a poly date. Uh, I think everybody, you know what? Everybody except for like, I don't think Jonner and Call. I don't think that's happening. No. Um, and I don't think Vera's and Ripley have a ton of interest in each other. No. But I think the other combinations they work, and that's okay, right? That can be. That can. Dating, that sounds fine. Dating can be this. That's fine. Yeah. I think if everyone agrees to that, then that seems all right, right? I yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. They uh they get. They get to Earth? Is that what you said? Yeah. They and so like the Earth. last scene in the extended version is mm-hmm. uh, Colin Ripley. And they have like this exchange which ends with just like, you know, a person could really get lost around here if they wanted to. What do you think? Uh, what should we do? And then Ripley says, I don't know. I'm a stranger here myself. And then they cut to the fact that, like, not only are they on Earth, but they're also in Paris. In Paris. There's, like, a fallen apart Eiffel Tower. Yeah, it's, it's like, a wasteland. It's post-apocalyptic Paris. Yeah, but but it's, like, the nature hasn't taken it back yet. Kinda, no, kind it's, of like it's in still just, like, grimy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which... I want that movie. Yeah, like that's so that got us talking like afterward about like that sequel, right? Well, because if you think about who's alive, it's like this is a great cast. Yeah, these four. These four. Yeah. Like that'd be so interesting. That would yeah. be super and interesting. Especially and the like, dynamic of like this weird hybrid Ripley. Uh-huh. It's like and we don't know the extent of her abilities yet. Exactly. In terms yeah. of like what yeah. she's like. Of, like how we do or, know that or, she's super strong. Yeah. She is super strong and her blood is mildly acid. Yes. Mildly acidic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's Call. Who is a robot designed by robots. Right. Which um, I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, like, like what, the dynamic of like that versus like what's the difference between that and like a robot designed by humans? Like mm. how how do those two entities differ? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree about like... I, seeing like a sequel that would just be kind of like what's going on, like catching up with all of them like a few years later. Yeah. yeah. And just seeing kind of like what they've gotten into, what kind of like home they've created or what kind of uh, activities or what kind of other obstacles have gotten in the way. Well, and they were saying like the military was going to show up at any point. So that's kind of why they were talking about like getting lost. Yeah, getting lost. It's yeah. like, right. it's like, yeah, you don't want to catch up with them, do you? Like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm good. Yeah. Listen, I've, yeah, so I've been with the basically just them like hiding so, out. So like, that could be an aspect of it as well as like, yeah, what did the... Basically hiding out in post-apocalyptic Paris. Yeah. That would be so cool. That would be cool. That would be I, interesting I would watch the visually. Shit out of that. I, and we were saying like you could you could You could do it we, now. You could make this movie cuz like Sigourney Weaver's still around. Winona all Ryder. of them are still around, yeah. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. I think so. Um so the only one and I don't all... know is the French actor who plays. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I don't think he's Um, so like you could make this and it'd be great too because it has been so much time it's been like has it been like two decades yeah a little more 97 yeah build a lot of like story around like what's happened so like you get all the same actors but they're all they've all clearly aged Aged. um so like 
Yeah. I just feel like that could be so cool. Yeah. yeah. And then you could also, although I wonder how that works for call if she needs to look exactly the same, but maybe they could do oh. like a whole de-aging thing. Oh, it is. Hey, it is 2020 after all. They That's did, a possibility. They did do that with the kids in It, and it looked pretty good, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't they do that in Irishman? Yeah, and yeah. like... Gemini Man and yeah, right. It's like it's being done. I was gonna say, I feel like in Gemini Man, it looks a little goofier. No, but like Irish Man, where it's like just de aging like Robert De Niro and like some of those guys to where it's just like they're still like in their forties, but like yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But they don't look like they're like in their sixties or seventies, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I would watch the shit out of I w- that. I would watch the fuck out Did of that. Did you guys like this movie? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I oh. really liked it. Really liked it. I accidentally, when I was like doing the recap, I uh, hit just like the regular version. And so mm-hmm. like when I got to the end, um, the where it ends in the regular version is that they're just like on the ship and like they essentially have the same conversation, mm. but just still aboard the ship, but just like a truncated mm. version of the conversation. Okay. But you kind of don't get that Paris thing, so you kind of don't get, like, the double line meaning. Yeah. For, like, uh, I'm a stranger here myself. Like, it sort of just seems like, oh, I'm a stranger to Earth because I'm a clone. And, like, yeah. I've never yeah. actually I mean, here. that's kind of how I took it even in the Paris thing, that it was, like, it's just, been so long since she's... Uh, uh, Ripley says that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's been so long since she's been on Earth. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like... Hundreds of years. Yeah. And, it's yeah, and not like, only is she like the same a, place. A, a clone, so it's like she has technically never been here at all. Right. Um, but she also is literally an alien. Yeah. So, like, all parts of her have are, are like disassociating to yeah. this place. Yeah. And then, even on another level, she's probably an American or something. Well, you yeah, know, that's true. Too. So it's just yeah. like in a foreign land. Yeah. She does even have more in, so. in all possible ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think, does it pass the Bechdel test? Yeah, I think so. I think quite a bit it does. There's like several There's conversations between Colin, Colin Ripley. Ripley that aren't about any dudes that are either about like the alien or like whatever plan they have about calling an android, about Ripley being an alien. Yeah. A little bit about like the establishments themselves, yeah. but like. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of conversations. I think there was like a point very early on where I was like, Passes the Bechdel test. It was, yeah, it was when she uses the breath spray uh-huh. to sneak into Ripley's yeah. uh, cell, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do um, you think it passes the Russo test? N- no. No. Um, I just don't think it was like super explicit about any particular character. No, it was either they were clear, they were like exclusively straight or, or it was just undefined. Like, yeah, exactly. So, no. So, I don't no. Think so. Not Komori? Um, Hmm. Maybe. I think maybe, yeah. Um, Like, I think it's hard to say with Ripley because, like, her journey is so ingrained with, like, these scientists that are bringing her back and most of them are men. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think maybe, like, with Call, it's more of, like, her, okay. her, like, journey is more of this, like, overarching... Like we talk about, like her and like her programming, her innate like feelings. Yeah. Um, s- I think that I think that I, yeah, I'd give it a hard maybe. I would give it a soft yes, maybe, maybe even a soft yes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Look at us! Look at us going from a hard maybe to a soft yes, just like that, just like that. Who knew? Yeah. 
Um, this franchise is so good, dude. Yeah, it's really holding up. It's like, man, we watch so many just like shitty slasher things where it's like, yeah, maybe the first one's good. Or like, all right. And then it just kind of keeps going downhill. But I just feel like this one like keeps bringing some different stuff to the table every time. I feel like this is a good example of like a good story continuation. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's not just like, it's not just setting up a huge body count. It's not just the exact same plot. It's not the exact Every single, for like 12 movies. Yeah, every movie. Not to call anybody out, but. I'm calling a couple people out. You know? It is. I, I do think like it is somewhere on that spectrum though a little bit just in terms of like it does eventually get to a very similar scenario sure. at a certain right. point in the movie. Yeah, like the the heat of the whole but, but the, thing. But the character journeys are, are different. Different every and they, time. And yeah. also the circumstances are always different. Yeah. In, yeah. in much more substantial ways than like the slashers that we watch. Yeah. Like, right. It actually like, ha- like makes story yeah. like change and you know exactly yeah. and that and I feel like that keeps it very fresh and interesting every time yeah it dude. seems like, like I was pumped about this one me too it I seems was, like, like this the one whole time. Yeah. and the previous one like are like thought of as being really like horrible for yeah. like the purists of this like franchise okay which like I, I feel I like I just don't like care for like, most fan bases I just kind of just can't yeah. Right. You know, that's not even, that's like, yeah, like just fan bases of things in general. I feel like there's always some paradigm that like this is the good stuff and this is the bad stuff or like this doesn't count over here. Yeah. It's and just a lot like, of times I'm just kind of like, like, shut eh. the fuck up. Why is it always like so? I mean, like, not that it's always uniform, I guess. Like, there is a lot of divergence. I feel like we've gotten it's into just like, this before about like people who are real purists about like various comic book like mm-hmm. movies and franchises mm-hmm. and stuff and how it's just like, it's allowed to evolve. Yeah. People are allowed to just like create new stories. Yeah. Yeah. And also with just like these fan bases, it's like just accepting that we all do have like very different takes on mm-hmm. it. Right. And we can call ourselves a, the same fan base of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like, you know, it's just like, yeah, there's not there's not a universal way to think of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I just ne- like, I've yeah. never understood like the purist fan base mindset of just like, you know, these are the good ones, and if you like anything besides just these ones, you're a fake fan. Mm-hmm. Fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that way about like, I, not that I've seen all of these movies, but like the Star Wars fan base and everybody shits on the prequels. Yeah, which sure they were goofy as hell. Yeah, but were they fun? They were so fun. So I love much that fun. I have like one friend in particular who unabashedly loves episode one because Jar Jar Binks is in it. <laughs> and how can you not? It's such a fun time. And like, I love Jar Jar Binks. I as kind a kid. of agree where it's just like, it was goofy as hell. It was a fucking move, yeah. you know? And did it land completely? No. No. But did we have a good time while we were here? <laughs> I think a lot of us can say we did. Yeah. Have you seen like the, the Natalie Portman rap about the. Somebody's like talking to her. I, it's somebody that you would know, but I can't think of his name. He's just like, oh, Natalie, have you seen like the new Star Wars movies? She's like, no, I haven't. And he's like, oh, they're really good. They're much better than the, she's like, better than the what? Better than the what? And he's like, oh shit. And then it goes into a song and the first lyric is, say something about the motherfucking prequels, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate a good Natalie Portman rap. <laughs> I love Natalie Portman, man. Um, she's Yeah, good. me too. She's a bad bitch. I really, I feel like she makes some good, career choices yeah. for herself. Same. 
But yeah, I liked th- I like reg- I like this movie. I liked this movie a lot. I had a Me fun too, time yeah. while we were watching it. I think this franchise has made some really really good unique choices. Yeah, and it holds up. Yeah, like even like, and it's so nice. I know that I've said this a million times, but it's so nice to have like a classic iconic horror franchise. That's good. Yeah, that's just good. That's just good. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sick of And, like, I'm stoked, too, because I know, shit. like, the only two we have left are Prometheus and Alien Covenant. I've seen both of those already, so... I've only seen Prometheus. It's not going to, like... It's not going to get that... It's not going to diminish too much again. Oh, wait, yeah. have I seen Alien Covenant? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like I always confuse it with something else. Life? Cloverfield or? Paradox. Oh. oh. Could, could be. We did watch that. I don't know why. They both are like the same thing in my mind. I can see the one actress who's actually in Cloverfield Paradox, but she's in both in my brain. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, so like I'm excited because like we know it's not just going to go downhill. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of crazy. I like that the they've... choice that they, they made to make those prequels too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of ways, yeah, like Ripley's story has run its course. Yes. And that's... Done. Yeah. yeah. Although I would still watch the one we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it would have That's to really Paris, be the like right story for yeah. that. And, yeah. And yeah. being willing to like, I don't know. I feel like nowadays people are not willing to have such a committed uh, franchise continuation. It yeah. has to be also a soft reboot yeah. while being a continuation. And like, I would just be like, no, straight up. It's the next alien left it's, off it's an, at resurrection. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, They've just been hiding out for 20 years and now new aliens are coming for them and yeah. they're more human like yeah. because it's been 20 years of evolution. Yeah. That'd be pretty interesting. That would be pretty interesting. And yeah. terrifying. You could really fuck that shit up. You got Alina. Yeah, she's good. Do you guys have any more to say about this movie? No, I don't think so. Oh, man. Well, I'm pumped. That was a good time. That was a good time. Let's, uh... It was good to talk to you guys. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Let's Just Do's is produced by uh, this little gaggle of geese. We got Amy, Joel, and Erica. That's the three of us. Uh, you can email us if you have any questions at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at a Blood Sisters Podcast. And we're also on Twitter. So send us a little tweet at Drunk and Scared. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts at this point. So that's cool. Do that or don't. That's fine too. Um, I love you. Have Have a good day.